Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M and I am here for your Wednesday goodness episode talking all things Pluto and Aquarius uh, this week. You would have noticed I am now doing the two episodes per week. So on Monday, you get the energy of the week ahead and Wednesday is like your bonus app and we're going to dive into all kinds of different fun things you can learn from astrology. So you're going to learn a few things. Um, this week we're focusing, yeah, as I said, all on Pluto and Aquarius energies because uh, towards the back end of this week, uh, this energy is like one of the biggest transits of the year, guys. Dun, dun, dun. Um, it's one of. There are still a couple more, obviously. We've only just hit 2024, so let's not get too far ahead of ourselves. But this basically sets us up um, for what 2024 is looking like. And yeah, what we're in for for the next 20 years with Pluto in Aquarius. So um, before I dive straight into that, I would love to thank you for being here. Um, and again, if you haven't shared this with a friend um, or, you know, even over on Instagram, if you've shared my page with um, another friend, you know, I'm doing the daily Insta updates over there as well, the daily energy. So if you think this would be helpful for someone, then go and share it because the more that you share it, the greater and far wider I can share this message about living in alignment with the stars, which today we're going to work out is very much the new way of moving forward. We are coming into lots of different advancements in the way we do things, lots of innovating technologies, lots of innovating cutting edge things that we are incorporating into business, into society. Um, yeah, there is a lot. So we need to be getting ready and I'm going to prep you guys all things. Um, we might just go into, yeah, I'm going to go with Aquarius season first. Actually, no, let's get Pluto first. Let's get Pluto over and done with um, because they're both going to tie into each other anyway because, yeah, this is actually super crazy that um, the moment Pluto goes into uh, Aquarius, the sun goes in exactly with it, which is super rare. So um, there's a lot. So this is a real big closing out of um, a chapter that we've been in with Pluto with Capricorn for the last 15 and a half years. So let's start with a little bit. I'm going to give you a history lesson because I just want you to understand how actually, actually, how actually, like, am I even speaking English? I want you to understand how big this transit actually is um, in the grand schemes of everything. So Pluto is the slowest moving planet in the zodiac, right? It takes Pluto 244 years, approximately. The orbit is a little bit odd, so it will change uh, season I mean, each cycle. So for this last one, the last time it was, in fact, in Aquarius was actually 247 years ago. So that takes us back to 1777. I'm loving the ancient numbers, the 777. There's something in that. Um, so we all chose here, chose here. We all chose to come here at this time for this revolution and, um, yeah, creating this new way of being and living here on our earth. So I'm going to speak this through in the ways this might come out in the terms of the collective energies, and then I'm going to break it down based on each of your um, rising signs, what house um, Aquarius is sitting in, and what themes you can expect having Pluto transiting there for the next 20 years. So yeah, it's a massive fucking deal, guys. <laughs> the last time this was this planet, Pluto was in Aquarius, was 1777. So, yeah, a long time ago. I don't know about you, but I probably might have had a past life um, around there, but I certainly wasn't there then. So um, that's how big this is. Um, so this energy has not 
been around um, before in our lifetimes. So um, please know that when I say this, like I know sometimes astrologers, we can get a little bit fucking, you know, excited about new things and we hype everything up and, you know, whatever. But this one is something to be fucking hyped up about because, yeah, it's a big fucking deal. So um, let's talk about what themes the collective can expect having Pluto in Aquarius. So firstly, Pluto is all about transforming things. It is the ruler of the underworld. Um, When you look back at Greek mythology, Pluto is also known as Hades, the ruler of the underworld. So yeah, it basically has this undercurrent that brings things up from the underworld to the surface to be faced. And sometimes that um, then needs to go through the cycle of transformation, which is firstly death, then rebirth, then growth and then transformation or growth, transformation, same thing. And that cycle is an ever going cycle. Okay. So this cycle, um, because Pluto is such a slow moving energy, these themes play out very slowly and they will play out very slowly across the next 20 years. So we can expect that in 20 years time from where we are right now, things are going to be very, very different. Okay, and especially with this, because Aquarian energy moves very fast. Okay, it's an air energy. It's very um, innovative and loves change. It is very much about being unique. Um, So there's going to be lots of that coming through in the next 20 years. So, um, yeah, basically, Pluto is going to come in and fuck shit up, guys. He's coming in, him, her, I don't really know. I kind of like Pluto as a feminine, like the real dark feminine, but I'm pretty sure it's a... It's a him. Anyways, that's not relevant. Um, so, yes, this is going to really be rebirthing the Aquarius um, energies of your chart. Um, and, yeah, the reason that this is also so important that we're speaking about the sun also moving into this is because just before the moment, the exact moment on the 20th, before the um, – both the Sun and Pluto move from Capricorn into Aquarius. They're going to do the dance together. They're going to cross this threshold. It's almost like there's a death and that's because Pluto and Capricorn are going to meet at that 29th degree and the 29th degree of any um, uh, zodiac point is known as the death degree. It's the last degree in that um, zodiac sign. So as soon as we move through over that death point, um, yeah, it means that something is needing to be let go of and really changed and, you know, Um, you walk through the other side of death and then we have that rebirth because Pluto is all about the rebirth. So it's like the phoenix rising from the ashes uh, as it comes back through that portal into Aquarius and it's being illuminated and highlighted by the sun. Like that is just magical in itself. Um, Even just the um, story about, you know, that birth, death and rebirth. And yeah, I feel like it's a challenging time for some. And I know that this, yeah, Pluto is really closing out. It's really finishing with a bang. And the sun is literally going to be there to really fully illuminate this and to clear it out and to help Pluto in its rebirth and rebirth this new cycle. So that is super fucking potent and powerful. And that does not always happen um, as Pluto is changing signs either. So for the fact that that is happening on the exact same moment that they both cross in is just, well, of course, it's divinely orchestrated. All of this is divinely orchestrated. You just can't make it up. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's a big fucking deal. Um, Now, more themes about Pluto. So, yeah, Pluto will basically, you can't 
hide anything from Pluto. Pluto will bring up your deepest, darkest secrets. It will bring up anything that is deep within your psyche, your body, and it will bring that to the surface and it will show you that. Sometimes um, I'm going to say Pluto doesn't really like to play nice. Um, It will just kind of throw that shit up in your face and be like, here, you got to deal with this. Um, And then you've got a choice. It's like you either transform or you let something die or, yeah, it's basically that constant um, ever-evolving shift of energy, that alchemy. Um, It's also um, Pluto is all about our power and the dynamics of power and control. So um, this can also really bring up, I mean, I'm I'm kind of just talking about Pluto first and then I'll move and weave in both Pluto in Aquarius um, and kind of, yeah, show you what's happening with that moving forward. But um, yes, it's all about the power dynamics as well and, you know, who is in control of the power. And this is where it's going to get super interesting as this moves into Aquarius because um, basically where we're coming, let's go back to where we're coming from, okay? So Pluto has been in Capricorn for the last 15 and a half years. Now, this has brought about different changes to the way in which, like our structures, for instance. So even looking at like the royal family and how things have shifted um, quite dramatically with hierarchies and things like that. So that is probably due to things needing to shift and change um, with Pluto having been here, okay? And so this is still going to continue to play out and we may even see something like, you know, in this week leading up to this, um, and obviously we're in this right now, um, because this is happening on Saturday the 20th is when this direct hit with the sun comes up. So this is going to bring up something else to light that then when Pluto crosses that threshold into Aquarius, that there is something where we can work with and we have to do something different and we have no choice but to do something different moving forward. Okay, so yeah, um, that's where we've really been working and Pluto's been working uh, within that Capricorn themes of like reorganizing and restructuring and transforming our structures, our political systems. Um, It's been reorganizing and reworking that battle of power again within our political systems and who holds the balance of power within the collective. So, you know, we started to see a few things come to the surface and I'm not going to dive too much into that because there are, you know, quite a lot of different truths or what people believe to be the truth um, with regards to certain um, people who are in control of, um, you know, the collective, you know, because I feel like it is that one or two percent, the elitists, I believe they are called. Um, but anyways, that's a story for another time. We're not going to go into that. So that's where Pluto has come from. Okay, so then Pluto moving into Aquarius. Now let's talk about Pluto and Aquarius themes. So this is all about change and revolution. Aquarius energy is all about being unique. It's an innovative air sign. Okay, they are totally okay with creating a new way of being. They are ahead of their time. They are future thinking. They are very aspiration and goal driven, but not necessarily always personally, but for the collective and for the highest good of everybody. Now, again, there is polarities and there are shadows to all of this. Aquarius is also all about uh, the community and bringing people together within your community. It's also about the humanitarianism um, traits, uh, within our communities and, you know, how we come together based on our views around that. So there's a lot of different moving parts here with Aquarius energy. Aquarius energy is also very much ruling our technology. Um, you know, last year we saw, we did also, I should preface, um, before I kind of dive straight into this, we did have this brief moment last year where Pluto did cross into the threshold of Aquarius, 
um, between July and I think it was September in 2023. Actually, no, it might have been March till June. I don't know. I was, I've been time hopping all sorts of dates, but it was for like three months last year. Um, and then it went back into Capricorn to finish off its thing. So now it's coming into Aquarius and guess what? Yes, we will have one more time where, um, Pluto comes back into Aquarius. However, when it does, it will not. So it will come back into Aquarius, uh, to Capricorn from the 20, uh, sorry, from, I don't know the exact date, but from June till November. And then once November hits, it will never go back to Capricorn ever in our lifetimes. Like that's the full end of a cycle. So the other really important thing here is that when that does happen, the sun is not going to be conjunct Pluto ever again in Capricorn for the next 249 years, um, which is crazy, especially at that degree point, at that 29 degree point, the death degree. So this um, what is it? Saturday, this 20th. We are going to get a glimpse. Something is going to be really illuminated. The shit that has been, you know, been shifting and changing, that's been on the underworld all along that we've not seen. It's going to be brought up to our face and the sun is going to fucking illuminate the shit out of that. So then we're going to have this process where Pluto moves into Aquarius for a bit. So we kind of go, okay, yeah, this is where we're moving forward in the future. And then it goes back and finishes that last little bit in Capricorn. And that's when between June and November, um, that there will be something else based on what comes up from this week, there will be something that will end and complete and that cycle will be fully finished. Okay. But we'll speak more into that, um, obviously closer to November, um, and really kind of, yeah, honing back in on those Aquarian themes, but that is where we are at with that. So, um, I hope you are keeping up with me. I know like astrology, yes, it is a complex thing, um, but everything is in seasons and cycles. Okay. So it's important to look at what is happening with all of these cycles and, um, yeah, it's, it's just crazy. So, um, anyways, I'm like, I've gone backwards, I've gone forwards, but this is how Pluto works, right? It goes for it cause it's so slow moving. It will go forward and then it retrogrades and then it goes forward and then it retrogrades and it goes back forth, back forth. So that's the energy anyway. Um, okay. So, um, themes we can expect with, um, Pluto in Aquarius. So, um, you know, new innovative ways in social media and technology. So we did see last year the boom of AI. Um, as soon as Pluto went into Aquarius, that's when every man and his dog was like, yeah, AI, AI this. So that, I mean, obviously it was there under the surface, but then it fully came out and it was illuminated. So there's going to be new innovative ways in which we're going to um, work with social media and technology, um, new ways in which we tackle, you know, activism and humanitarianism projects such as, you know, things like climate change. Um, we're going to bring new approaches. There's going to be new things um, in the way in which we do that moving forward. What my greatest hope is, and I think a lot of what, if you are a light worker or, you know, I'm going to go a bit spiritual here, um, but this is like the birthing for me. This is the Aquarian age. This is the new earth. This is what we all came here for to really help return back to what the earth once was and to yeah create this new earth and to create heaven on earth and i feel like this pluto and aquarius is definitely a really great start and um yeah that was just like a little thing that just like dropped in and i feel like that's why a lot of people are now um having an awakening and realizing and i don't know whether this is you you may have already had you know a spiritual awakening before you may already be in this realm um, or you might just be slowly starting to wake up now and realize that, hey, there actually is something a little bit more um, going on or there's some kind of higher power or consciousness at play here and starting to connect more into that. And I think you watch 
with Pluto and Aquarius, I think a lot of people are going to start to wake up to this and this is the mass awakening. And then because things are going to move very quickly, these new innovative ways, and, you know, if you're already um, all over this sort of stuff and you've been, you know, waiting for these new innovative things to come through, then, of course, you're going to be ready and you're going to, like, soar in this. But if you're hanging around with those old structures and the old way of doing things, and, of course, there are going to be people and souls that are going to do that and that's their soul journey. But, um, you know, you don't want to be left behind in these times. And that's what I'm really prefacing right now. And it's like I can see how, like, my work um, is going to evolve and the innovative ways in which I'm going to be able to support and help people moving forward. Like, the path has just been shown very slowly, but it's becoming more and more clear each time. And I've really started to work on the fact that, okay, I am going to help people in businesses really start to bring more of the energetics and the astrology to their business to help them really be in alignment because this is the way moving forward that the consciousness is moving towards. Okay. So I am helping people bring on this innovation and I'm going to be one of those pioneers and the early adopters in all of this. So um, stay tuned for that. Um, That's exciting. Um, I feel like this episode is a little bit all over the place, but I know it's going to, when you kind of listen to this through, it will all land and it will all make sense. Um, so what else did I miss? I'm just referring back to my notes with what else we can expect with Pluto and Aquarius. Um, okay. Yeah. So it's all about the importance of coming back to community and creating community again. Um, I feel like we've kind of drifted apart and, you know, this has become very prominent, you know, when you think back to early on, I don't know how many years ago, but, you know, people used to live in tribes and they had family that helped them and supported them. But since, um, I don't know what happened, obviously we've, We've come away from that and we've all kind of been like every man for himself. But I feel like this is going to be where we come back and we collaborate together because we know that when we come all together, that that is where the power is and that's where we can hit those goals and aspirations for our future of creating this new earth. So it doesn't start and we can't do it on our own. It starts with us coming together with that collective shared mission and really um, then we have the power to move forward with that so oh that is just powerful and I love that just like kind of just came through then but it just goes to show you that yeah this is why we are all here and there are some people that are already starting to return back to this and it's yeah the energy is very supportive of this so um that's what we need to come back to again there are shadows to this so the opposite um of this is we may become and there will be souls and people that become like a dystopian universe so meaning like you know there's going to be um changes and there's going to be lots of um virtual reality people just literally sitting in rooms like in a virtual reality actually not connecting to anyone or anything except for their virtual reality which is not the real reality and that's that soul's journey but that is what we can kind of expect to see as a shadow of this um, is, yeah, people will go into that dystopian kind of like rebellion um, energy where they don't want to conform to this. And that's part of it too. So there will also be a bit of upheaval and um, things and rebellion when it comes to shifting and changing, because we know that not everyone welcomes change. Okay. So that's the other thing to keep in mind. Um, I feel like as well, with Pluto being here, there's going to be lots of shifts in the balance of power of the collective um, and who holds that power. And there's going to be big transformations with that. Um, Again, I'm not a fortune teller. I can't tell you exactly how um, that's going to play out, but I feel like that will definitely, um, yeah, we'll look back from 20 years from now and be like, oh, wow, that was actually um, very much um, a big power shift there. 
Um, and there's going to be lots of new breakthroughs within health and technology. Um, I believe, again, I don't know 100%. I know with regards to history and what happened in the last time Pluto was in Aquarius in 1777, if we're looking at Australia, for instance, um, during that time was when the British colony brought their first convicts over and settled in Australia. And, of course, we had the um, Aboriginals who were Indigenous to the land and you know, the tarnishing of their cultures. So obviously that didn't kind of play out too well. But if we're looking at it from the British perspective, they were quite innovative and they were the pioneers of going, okay, wow, we're kind of need somewhere to put these prisoners. Let's go take them to this new place we found. So that was probably a bit ahead of their time. And then they settled and started to bring, you know, the colonization of what we now call Australia. So some would look at that at the time of, and again, I feel like this kind of opens a bit of a can of worms, but this is just my um, view and opinion on this. But um, if that didn't happen, then, you know, we here right now, when it will us, in, if you're an Australian, um, if you are listening to this in Australia, we wouldn't be here if that didn't happen. Okay. And yes, it was hard because then obviously a lot of the Indigenous culture um, got taken away and the stolen generations and all of that. But at the same time, we have to we had to kind of go through that transformation process in order to still kind of evolve into the collective that we have today, where we're no longer those. Um, and again, I don't know whether that's for the best or what have you, but um, you know, we're no longer just living in harmony with the land. We've evolved as a species. And without that happening, that kind of wouldn't have allowed us to be where we are now. And I know that that's a shitty thing. And I know that there was, <laughs> I feel like I don't want to put my foot in this. Um, by no means am I um, disrespecting any of the Aboriginal culture and heritage and things like that. Like, obviously, it's not right what happened and the way that that happened. Um, so I'm not going down that as a um, thing. But yeah. Uh, I obviously know that that has caused a lot of trauma and, you know, um, generational pain um, for our Indigenous Australians. And so I do want to preface that I do understand the sacredness and the whole thing of that, but I just wanted to kind of show you this from like the collective um, level. And, you know, I'm not condoning that that was good, what what happened um, during that time and with the settlement and the convicts and all of that, um, because, yes, that was obviously um, it was a very heavy time. Anyways, I don't want to get into that on here. Uh, that just was a bit of a tangent. Um, okay, so let's talk about, um, so we've kind of brought together, yeah, Pluto and Aquarius, obviously the sun, we move into on Sunday, it's Aquarius season. So let's talk a little bit about that and what we can expect from Aquarius season. So Aquarius season is going to be, yeah, obviously a bit different because we have Pluto in it for the first time in 247 years. Um, and so this is going to, yeah, every, for the now, from this season into the next 20 years, we're going to have Pluto in Aquarius with the sun, which is going to illuminate things each of that Aquarius seasons. So that's a new thing. And yeah, basically this is going to be like our check-in point where we kind of see like, okay, what's new? Are you still being unique? Are you being true to yourself? Are you doing this for um, yourself or are you doing this for the greater collective and the collaboration of community and doing things for the highest evolvement um, to create this new earth. This is what this energy is about. Okay. So, um, yeah, Aquarians are very much, they're very intellectual. They're very smart. They are very ahead of their times. They're very future thinking. They're way showers, right? They march to the beat of their own drum. 
Um, they are very unique. They don't give a fuck about what anyone thinks of them. They just own their uniqueness. So these are the traits during Aquarius season that I want you to call in for yourself. You know, where can you be owning and being comfortable in your own uniqueness? Um, that is the beauty and the gift here with Aquarius. Um, Aquarius is ruled by Saturn. Okay. So there is discipline and structures to this. However, um, I feel like it kind of gives the the Aquarian energy, it knows its boundaries, but it's not willing to be contained. No, I'm not, I'm not saying that right. Like it's um it's not willing to go beyond, you know, there's extremes <laughs> with your uniqueness and things like that. So it is aware of boundaries. However, it is still works and doesn't feel confined within the boundaries, if that makes sense. It still has that rebellion energy, but it does know where the discipline and the structure is. Okay. So it is aware that, you know, there are time, Saturn rules our time and our concepts of time and constructs. Okay. So the Aquarian energy is aware of that, hence why it's kind of like the Capricorn energy in the earth um, thing is also ruled by Saturn. And so that is where it's like really a time to ground things in here, like right now in reality, whereas Saturn ruling Aquarius is kind of like that's where it's still time bound, but it's more about the future if that makes sense to kind of distinguish the two. And then obviously in modern day astrology, since we found the planet Uranus, which we obviously didn't find until we had access to telescopes, um, then the modern day ruler is Uranus. And again, that's the planet of upheaval and change and rebellion and shifts and bringing about new ways of doing things moving forward. Okay. So that's the kind of things. They're the, the big themes around um, Aquarius. So now let's weave this all together and go through our rising signs and seeing where Aquarius is in your chart and how this energy of both Aquarius season and Pluto is going to affect you. So if you are an Aries rising, this is going to be um, activating your 11th house. Okay, so there is going to be massive shifts and changes with regards to um, your community, your goals, your aspirations, your humanitarianism, um, get up and go and really shifting and transforming the power dynamics within your communities. Um, and it's really about being able to show up uniquely as you within your community as well. Um, it's a very, it, it'll be a very interesting time um, for you in regards to the people that you connect with. There will be transformations, you know, perhaps you align to a certain community and then Pluto came in and then kind of went like, oh, actually, nah, that's not your community anymore. You've grown, you've transformed past that. So um, for Aries, be open to that and know that sometimes, yes, you may have to leave something behind in order to call in a new tribe, a new community, a new way of being, okay? So be okay with that and be okay with the fact that sometimes, yes, things have to die in order for it to be rebirthed for something better. And always trust that when Pluto comes through, Pluto is like that soul kind of stuff. Like this is a course correction for your soul. Okay, so if you are a Taurus rising, this is activating your 10th house. So your 10th house, which is all about how uh, you're showing up and how you're seen in the world, your career house um, and, you know, the the structures of, um, uh, I'm kind of losing my words here, sorry, just, my brain just went ping, thought about something else and I was like, I'm still talking. Um, Gotta love my brain sometimes. Um, yeah, so it, it's the 10th house. So all things related to career 
um, or things about how you're being seen in the world. So how you're showing up, what are you putting out to the public? Um, that is all going to be really deeply changed and transformed. And are you really being unique and being showing and expressing your own true unique self or do you need to kind of have a transformative process by Pluto coming through there? And the answer is yes, because guess what? You chose this. <laughs> you chose to have everything that's happening in your soul blueprint, which is your astrology chart. You chose this. Believe it or not, that is my belief uh, that we all chose this. So we chose here. We chose to be here for this time to create this new earth. And um, obviously the way in which we do this is at an individual level is based on our astrology chart, which is what I'm going through with you right now. So this is how you are contributing to this change in this new way of being. And there's certain areas that obviously the astrology chart makes up every area of life and um, we're each contributing to that in some way, shape or form. So I think that's really cool to also note. Um, so yeah, everyone is going to have their part to play in creating this new earth and having their own personal transformations, which in turn increases uh, the collective transformation. So I hope that makes sense. I hope I haven't lost you. Um, this is deep stuff. We are really going deep. Um, Pluto is deep. There ain't no bloody, what do you call it? Like just shadow, not shadow, surface level stuff. We are going to the depths, guys. I am giving you the fucking the goods, the goods when it comes to learning all things Pluto. And we are going deep. We are going to the underworld, guys. Okay, let's get back on track, M. Uh, Gemini. So if you are a Gemini rising, uh, this is going to be activating your ninth house. So uh, you are going to be deeply transformed in the way in which you um, learn the way, like, and I'm talking, when I say learning, I mean like your higher studies. So you may feel really called to kind of really go into a deep dive in some really deep philosophical um, or spiritual learnings um, or go into like higher education and really learning something different and new. The other thing as well, um, you may also need to have this transformation going through um, your, through traveling um, and long distance trips. This is where you can get these deep transformations um, through your experiences um, in that lens as well. So, um, yeah, that is how that is going to happen to you um, if you are a Gemini rising. Uh, if you are a Cancer rising, you will be getting your eighth house uh, transformed and activated. Um, and this is the house that is naturally ruled by Scorpio and Scorpio's modern-day ruler is Pluto. So this is all about... Oh, pardon me, but I don't know why. I like hardly ever burp during the day, but when I'm talking on the podcast, I burp. It's weird. It's probably just shifting energy. That's what I'm going to say. Um, so, yeah, the Cancer Risings are having their eighth house activated, which is um, all about the the underworld. The eighth house is the underworld. It's the Scorpio house. Okay, so this is going to be deeply transformed. The way in which you um, share resources with people is going to be deeply transformed. So the eighth house rules our shared resources, our shared money, our merging of resources. So if you're in a marriage, for instance, again, not everyone does this, but obviously the, the norm is that you would um, merge finances and things like that. So th that's what the eighth house is. So there's going to be transformation taking place in regards to that and how you merge and come together and also the power dynamics of that and what that looks like for you. So that is what you can expect, new ways of um, doing that moving forward for you as a Cancer Rising. If you are a Leo Rising, which is moi, um, we are getting our seventh house of relationships fucking transformed. Um, so I don't know what it is with this lifetime, but I have a lot of karma that I chose all around relationships. I have my Saturn, um, which I just completed my Saturn return, might I add, um, last year. 
And uh, if that wasn't enough, now Pluto wants to come through and I've got even deeper soul lessons to learn about the balance of power within relationships and transforming all of that and bringing away a new innovative way of doing and being involved in my one-to-one relationships and partnerships. So if you are also a Leo rising, then that is what is happening for you, dear ones. Um, Now, uh, Virgo risings, your sixth house is going to get a wake up and shake up. So this is your house of day-to-day routines, your house of work, um, your house of service. So the way in which you um, are showing up to work may be deeply transformed and changed. Actually, I'm not going to say may because it fucking will. Um, The rituals, your day-to-day routines are going to get a wake up and shake up. Your health is going to get a wake up and shake up. And you just can't keep doing the same things anymore. You have to. That's the thing which I should have also said. With regards to Aquarian energy, there is no going back to how things were. We have to do something new moving forward. Otherwise, that will just lead to pain and suffering. Because Pluto, if you don't surrender to the transformation process, it only leads to pain and suffering. Should have prefaced that, guys. Uh, This is deep stuff. (laughs) Um, Okay, so that is you for a Virgo rising. Um, And if you are a Libra rising, your fifth house is being activated. And this is the house of your creative expression. So the way in which you're showing up, your creativity, the way in which you're actually expressing yourself um, and putting that out there and kind of putting that out there to the world uh, is going to be deeply, deeply um, shifting and changing. And um, the other ha- the other thing, this is um, the house of children and the house of sex and dating. So um, these elements and areas of your life are all going to be deeply shifting, transforming and changing. And also um, with regards to that is about the power balances and how that is um, playing out as well. So if you are a Scorpio rising, your fourth house of home and family is going to be um, deeply transformed. So you know where you're living, um, your home and family, like your inner world, your inner security, your inner safety is all going to be deeply transformed. And that's going to create a new way of feeling that safety in home and family. So you may uh, potentially have lots of um, moving for some people um, if that is needed to shake up that energy. Um, for a fourth house Pluto transit, um, you could also have yeah, different changes in family dynamics um, and the power of that as well can also shift and change. And yeah, that's going to be a big one for you guys as Scorpio risings. Um, if you are a Sag rising, so Sagittarius that is, um, that's so sad by the way. <laughs> um, this is activating your third house. So this is all around your communication. The way you're communicating with others is going to be deeply transformed. Um, the way in which you're thinking, your analytical thinking, your analytical mind is going to be deeply transformed and there will be a new way of thinking and a new way of doing things. Um, again, technological stuff um, and advancements will be very um, prominent as well and that will be happening within your activation of Pluto being here as well. Um, if you are a, a Capricorn rising, this is activating your second house. So this is your house of money and values. So the way in which you view money is going to be deeply transformed. Your values are going to be deeply transformed. And again, there is a new way, and this will show you across these next 20 years, this new way of being for how you receive money, what your values are around money, um, what your values are around your material possessions as well, because the second house is all about material possessions. 
Um, and if you are an Aquarius rising, this one's going to be bloody big for you guys. Um, this is where your whole uh, self-expression is going to be rocked and transformed um, because the first house is obviously going to be where your ascendant is, which is how we show up to the world. That's the first part that you put out to the world. Um, you guys are going to be the pioneers and the innovators in really showing up and owning your fucking uniqueness and your creativity. You know, we, as the rest of us who are not Aquarians, you know, we might not be ready for that, but after 20 years of Pluto and Aquarius, we're going to be fucking thankful that you guys led the way and just went off to the beat of your own drum in your own creative expression. So um, thank you, Aquarius Risings, because this is going to be really deep for you guys. And yeah, you are going to lead the way in this. Now, if you are a Pisces rising, um, you are having your 12th house activated. So this is going to be a very internal time for you, a very deep um, subconscious uh, reprogramming of your whole inner realms. Um, and it's going to reconnect you perhaps if you're not a deeply spiritual person, it's going to help you reconnect to that higher power, that higher um, realm of source. Um, it's going to transform all of that and show you the different dynamics of power and energies and things like that. So um, the other thing as well, I would be very mindful if you have any planets or placements um, in Aquarius and you are a Pisces rising, then you will definitely feel this very, very strongly. Please watch out for your mental health. Um, Pluto transits can be very, very hard, and especially any transit in the 12th house can be a hard transit, um, and Pluto is uh, definitely a bit of a doozy to work with. So be mindful and, um, yeah, look after your mental health if that is you. So um, that is, like, I feel like that's a lot, um, and I was kind of like, I nearly didn't record this episode today, and I was kind of like, oh, I don't really feel like doing it today because we've been at the beach and it's been a fucking magnificent day. The rain finally stopped here on the Sunshine Coast, so I'm really happy we got out and about. And I was actually meant to record the podcast last night, but then I got distracted doing all of this juicy goodness, um, these new funnels and everything for my business. I just got a bit carried away. So um, anyways, priorities M. Here I am showing up. It's still going to go out on Wednesday. It's just going to go out in the evening, which is fine. Um, and you guys can either listen to it if it comes straight away, if that's what you feel like doing on a Wednesday night. Otherwise, it'll be here for you Thursday. But I think that's all I've got for you. And that's a deep episode because that is what Pluto wants us to do and where it wants us to go. So I hope this has helped you. Um, I hope that you kind of get an understanding of where we're moving forward as a collective and yeah astrology is fucking potent and powerful so if you haven't already got that by now um you really should <laughs> anyway i will be in your ear holes again on monday for your weekly energy goodness and until then i am m and all of my love to you beautiful stay aligned to the stars and remember everything is just energy and it's always shifting and moving and this too shall pass so this has been a rough time for you and yeah all of my love beauties um wow